another episode of Dos and a Half Cinco's. This is episode number 122. This week in our movie of the week, we covered The Black Phone. But before we get into it, as always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I am Ben. Why is Stu's, like, waveform so wonky and strange? What's wrong with his waveform? Are you just judging him based on his waveform? He's so far ahead of everybody else. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's special. I don't know. Don't... What are you talking about? My waveform looks fine on this yeah, side. Okay. Well, as long as it seems fine on yours. Okay. Are you waveform shaming him? Is that what you're doing, I know. Green, oh, it's green waveform or David. blue waveform? Hashtag no, waveforms just... matter. Lives <laughs> matter. <laughs> oh, pe- actually, uh, people will defriend other people if they have a blue bubble, green bubble. That kind of thing still happens, apparently. Wow. What the hell is a green bubble, blue... What? If you're on iPhone... And you have somebody that's not on iPhone, they text you, an SMS shows up as a green bubble, not a blue bubble. Oh, oh, wait, can you text me, David? So I'm only, <laughs> I'm only blue, bu- uh, I'm only green bubbles to you because I don't own an iPhone. Ben and welcome to Dos Cinco's. <laughs> uh, Stu also doesn't have one. You're the minority in this. My one. work phone ben. is a is a. Stu, <laughs> welcome to Dos Cinco's. <laughs> Where we talk about blue bubble stuff yeah. that only blue bubble people blue care bubble about. Life. Got that I like blue those inferior green bubbles. Actually, yeah. apparently, I was uh, listening to you guys know who M- MKBHD is? Mm-hmm. Marcus no. Bra- Marquise Brownlee. Okay. Um, he was, yeah, he did a video on that, and apparently, there is a huge problem with like, I guess, people's social circles. They'll oust people just because they'll they won't like text people anymore just because it looks weird on their phone. It's a green bubble versus a blue bubble, but whatever. That can't that can't be real. It's it actually happens. I, I think this is I think that is a is a pretty good indicator that our society is collapsing. What a that stupid was thing you to... hear that or that's just a rich people problem. Apparently, it's only in the U.S. Everywhere else on the planet, nobody knows what that this problem is. They're like, what are you guys talking about? It's only here in the U.S. where there's a lot of iPhone users versus That's a, that's a rich users. person problem, I'm telling you. Yeah. That's a- First world problems. All right. Um, outside of the movie of the week this week, uh, Ben, what else did you see? I started this new show called uh, Players, actually. Um, do you like, all know that the that one is? with The Rock? Wait, no, no, that's ballers. That's ballers. And also, that's actually that's verbatim what Letty asked me. <laughs> I asked her, "Do you want to watch players?" Oh, I, I love the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the first two seasons of Ballers was really good, and then it kind of fell off the. Yeah, you you, you mentioned that you watched it. You, you yeah. Um, no, so this what, is not about players. Is this a League of Legends thing? It is. It actually is. It is like. Um, did you all watch the Last Dance? yes oh my god dude it's actually like, this reminds me of uh the uh drive to survive on netflix that they have which is the uh f1 racing uh they follow a bunch of f1 car drivers and they is that, is that what this is this one's fictional are they the oh, michael wait players is a fictional show oh players is based you know uh following a fictional team in League of Legends, it's yeah. a, a, the uh, <clears throat> the synopsis goes follows a League of Legends team looking to win its first championship after years. In order to make it to the top, their prodigy, a 17 year old rookie, and their 27 year old veteran, must put to, aside their egos and work together. Oh. 
this is this is what we this is what we dude this now. is not this is i know that this is a fictional story but i think this got stolen from the actual international for dota from like 2016 or whatever could be well I don't know. Because they had a 15 year old guy, uh, like 15 year old, like, like prodigy kid join uh, Evil Geniuses. And the Evil Geniuses had one player who was like almost 30. So he's like ancient in uh, esports age. And they ended up winning. Uh, I think his name was Fear, was the old guy's name. So, Hmm. but is it interesting? Uh, It's pretty funny, actually. I'll tell you that. It's, uh, well, the reason I started watching it was because these people also created the Netflix show uh, American Vandal, if you oh, all okay. have seen that. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a chance. And uh, it's definitely, I feel like they've really captured the essence of like this documentary filmmaking style, this mockumentary stuff. Like there's just a lot of stuff going on in it that you wouldn't even think about really taking care of. Like, what is this person wearing and why who cares it's a random day they can wear whatever the fuck they want you know did we catch them while they were eating breakfast who cares let's just mm-hmm. give them that costume or where the fuck it is and just interview them like that and um they have a lot of segments that go kind of back in time and capturing points in that era and i i feel like they did a good job of like de-aging the uh the actors with just like makeup or not makeup, um, just like wigs, pretty much, and like a change of clothes. And it's like, oh, okay, I could totally believe that was like six years ago or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta say, it's it's really, really, really funny. And um, as someone who doesn't know too much about MOBAs, like I, I know very like surface level knowledge of how MOBAs work. I think it does a good job of explaining everything that's going on during these matches. But yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good. I, I highly recommend it. So you're watching this on Paramount Plus now? Yeah, Paramount Plus. Ben's okay. gonna be playing the MOBAs now pretty soon. He's gonna Yeah, be... I'm a jungler bot lane ADC carry. That, Whoa. Okay. Are, All right, he's already got the link <laughs> Hey, um actually speaking of Paramount Plus, over the weekend I saw Jerry and Marge go large. Um Is that the Brian Cranston Brian one? Brian Cranston movie. Yeah. Actually it was pretty good. Um I, That's funny. It's, yeah, it's it's Honestly, it's uh, Brian Cranston Breaking Bad again, but uh, no drugs. You know, it's it's funny. I actually heard a lot of reviews about this, and um, yeah. they they all kind of fall into the same bucket or same um, same sentiment that it's the per- perfect movie for your dad. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's a, yeah for the family to to kind of. That's watch why David. It. That's why David liked it. I do. I I really enjoy this story. It's actually he's a he's a retired um, was it a line manager for a serial company, and he figures out a flaw in the uh, lottery system, and exploits it to uh, make a lot of money. But uh, yeah, that's uh, if it's happy if it's uh, good for dads, then uh, I will definitely uh, confirm that that is true. Good for dads. Good for David. <laughs> yep, good for me. <laughs> Dad tested, um, David approved. <laughs> okay, love it too. All right, Stu, what about you? So I finally caught myself up on Obi-Wan. the boys. Oh, <laughs> what a week to do it, dude! <laughs> Why? Oh no, just uh, there was a lot of disclaimers before they released this uh, this past episode um, oh. here for Hero Gasm. 
Uh, wait, were they only doing one episode at a, a week or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, released the first three, and then they did a one at a, a, a once every week. Oh, uh, okay. But it's over now, right? Or season's over? No. No. Oh, so it's just okay. You just gotta wait till next week then. Yeah. Yep. Or when is it? When is it? When do they post episodes? Friday. Friday. Uh, I was about to say, like, man, six episode season. That's kind of weak. That's kind of weak. Yeah. Well, Obi Wan. Yeah. Well, there was what five, right? For Obi Wan. Six. 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 Yeah, I know that they they. <laughs> I was looking on Twitter. I was like, season finale. Didn't they just launch this like a couple weeks ago? <laughs> Didn't even yeah. realize it was going to be that short. I was planning on like, oh, maybe halfway through I'll uh, get caught up if it gets good. But apparently it's over already. Yeah, I gotta um, say, I don't know if we've talked about this yet or not, but I feel like Disney needs to pump the brakes on cranking out, just cranking out shows. And maybe spend a little more time on quality than in quantity. I feel like specifically with Star Wars, just Star Wars in general, they need to figure their shit out. They need to put their shit in a bag <laughs> they figure it out. <laughs> um, ben, speaking of Star, Star Wars, I got to ask you, you know, with Taika uh, pegged to direct and write the next one, like, is this a direction that you think will be more productive? I mean, I mean, any direction at this point. <laughs> is better than, yeah. better than any any kind. I don't care. You could yeah, go yeah. out on the street and just ask a random person to do something with Star Wars, and I'd be happy. Like anything <laughs> would be fucking better. Original series on Jar Jar Binks. Well, I would be happy with that. I would actually be fucking yeah. happy with that. Then all the shit that we've been getting, this whole fucking stopgap bullshit of oh look it's fucking boba fett as a city fucking manager oh here's, <laughs> here's fucking obi-wan but he can't do shit because he's a geriatric oh here's fucking three new star wars movies what you like the first one okay we're gonna fuck up the next two all right what, what else do you like oh you want a new star wars game well we canceled them all right what what else do you like what else do you like that's star wars related so we can eat it shit it out eat it shit it out eat it shit it out and then feed it to you <laughs> you touched a nerve. Um, but so I mean, ben, what do you I really mean, think? <laughs> at least the uh, Fallen Order. I mean, that's a. You know, I'm, I'm actually kind of frustrated with that game too. I I, I like some of the story, but some yeah. of the puzzles, I'm like, this this kind of fucking sucks. And no, the well, story part just because you're bad at puzzles. Hey, yeah. hey, I know where the fucking star goes. It goes in the circle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was a little frustrated when I first played it because when um, I picked it up like right when it came out, and the game was like just riddled with so many fucking bugs and shit. Bugs, yeah. Like I, I remember playing it, and I was like walking around on uh, what was a Dathomir, right? And I just fall through the floor. And I was <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm dead. Oh. All right, well, let, let's try that again. Maybe that was like that was a fl- you know, I'm I'm through the floor again, and I died and again. Then you uh, launched your save game, and you ended up in Avengers for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who who has the the most bugs, Avengers or Star Wars <laughs> Fallen Order? Um, well, I really couldn't complain because it was part of the uh, Xbox Game Pass, so I was like, oh, this one's free. All right, I'll just yeah. play it for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's pretty fun though. I, I do like it. We you know, aside all the Star Wars shit, I give for it. You know, it is pretty fun. And it has, you know, a, a pretty good story right now. Some of the dialogue is like, eh, but overall story is good. Now, the one thing I got shit, you know, the the final final straw that broke the camel's back for Star Wars, let me tell you, 
you know, aside from this aimless nonsense that they've just been, you know, throwing at the wall, the final piece of shit that they decide to smear all over everything, then go out to your car and break open your window, leave that piece of shit in your car at like 100 uh, degrees, you know. Gotta go that, through the sunroof. He defecated through a sunroof. Just smear it all into the those tiny little holes in the in the upholstery, oh and so it just never gets out. And put in your uh, your exhaust when you think you're safe. Yeah. You start the car up, bam. Your, your cabin filter. The Chicago sunroof. They decide to release a series of Star Wars anime shorts. <laughs> that oh bad, my bad. god. I, I watched one of them. I wanted to blow my brains out with the force so fucking <laughs> bad. It was like every fucking stupid anime trope you can think of packed into one episode. Did I want to see Boba Fett headbanging to some anime music? No, I didn't. <laughs> but I did, and now I'm a lesser person because of it. What about Boba, Boba Fett playing uh, SimCity? Thing? You know that was a little better than than watching that <laughs> shit. You know, I, I, Boba Fett, city manager, saying that he's a crime lord. You know, like that, that was that was much better than that. You know, you filed uh, petition number C dash eight five B. No, all right, denied. So, so I'm yeah. looking forward to what Taika has in store for Star Wars because so, at least there is some general direction that he wants to take okay so ben i'm gonna burst your bubble here because there was they're doing the press tour for love and thunder right now and he was asked on air where's the story going and and are you writing it he says well if you counted writing as me opening my laptop staring at a blank page for eight hours and then closing it then yes i've been writing so that's perfect that's (laughs) That's even better than what kathleen kennedy has been doing for the past (laughs) 10 years wonderful his his interview with the Australian media was actually pretty great um, because they started asking Chris Hemsworth about his future project and playing a potential villain in the Mad Max uh, like prequel, and he started rambling. And then he goes, "Can I just use Taika's answer? Because I I'm not supposed to say all those things." So, uh, so that's uh yeah I I'll uh, I'll forward that over to you guys if you guys are interested. But I thought that was a great introduction to it, but. Uh, he said he's excited, but uh, he has no idea where he's going to go with it. So don't ask he, him about Star Wars, clearly. Well, there is one concrete thing he said about his new se- uh, movies and the future of Star Wars going forward is that he is not going to be focusing on any pre-existing characters. I don't know how I feel about that. But like I said, anything <laughs> would be fucking better than what they're fucking doing right now. <laughs> Clearly, we touched a nerve, so we're just going to yeah. move over right now. At this well, point. I, w- I want to go Wait, back. Let's do. Well, go so ahead. originally, I, the thing I mentioned is somehow we went off on this tangent about Star Wars. <laughs> so what do you mean somehow? Was, ben got a hold of it. No, me. somehow because... because somehow because Palpatine returned. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Fuck! Dude, quick, hurry up. Say what you're saying. Somehow, Obi-Wan doesn't know how to use the Force anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> what great storytelling. Oh, my God. Somehow Obi Wan is constantly outsmarted and outwitted by a ten-year-old. <laughs> His metachlorine count. So I thought I was watching someone. Just one last note on uh, Obi Wan. <laughs> uh, I watched. This isn't my thing, but 
I heard a pretty funny uh, this 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 landed with me because uh, someone was reviewing the whole series and they basically were referring to Leia's character in the show as a as a ten year old who looks like a seven year old who runs like a three year old. <laughs> And I was like, yes, thank God. It's, I'm not the only one who thought that. <laughs> like, oh, it's, that was bad. All right. Stu, what other thoughts did you have? So, no, so I want to go back to the boys. Um, so, so far, I'm, you know, I'm enjoying it as, you know, you know, because it's the boys, you know, Carl Urban and everything. Um, one thing I'm not a fan of, of what they're doing. I don't, and I don't remember if they were doing this in the first two seasons. I feel like they weren't, but I'm not a fan of like rolling in like contemporary, like thing, things that are happening in real life into the show. Not even, not even just think like, uh, like just, they're basically just copy and pasting like the current socio-political climate into the show, but also things like, Oh, look, there's TikTok and Instagram, uh, in the show. Nala, not now. Go away. Um, I'm not a fan of that. I feel like it's lazy and just, I was enjoying the, this all, this not having that stuff, but does it make um, it too real? No, it's not, not anything about too real. It's just, I find it to be kind of lazy. Um, oh, just to make it, uh, make it, uh, applicable or make it, uh, relatable. It's just like, Hey, by the way, this, this universe is actually the same one you're currently in. Cause we have TikTok. Yeah, we're going to take things from the. From your, you know, the current stuff that's going on, and we're going to smash it into the show. Um, Come not on, a fan of Vladimir Zelensky. Can we get, can we get what? him in the show, please? Who? I don't know. That that I don't know, but so, so yeah, I, I do see what you were saying about the over the topness. I don't know if <laughs> if I needed to that the very first the base pretty much the oh man that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was come on, we're going on an adventure. Come on, come <laughs> on, pile in. The quick, quick the boys, the, room in here. Come on, Stu, get in here. A quick twenty-minute boys' adventure. In <laughs> Although I, I got to say, like while it was like, oh god, I don't want to, I don't want to have to be seeing this. The payoff was pretty good. Yeah. So. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh my god, that was pretty great. You know, uh, with all that stuff about you know um, all the brand tie-ins and whatnot. There was one that that um, that did kind of get me was the uh, the Vada Mundo. Vada. <laughs> yeah, that was and, pretty good. And then uh, Homelander just starts speaking in Spanish. You know, it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Or like the and then like there's like just the, uh, there's like a lot of product placement in the season. Or am I wrong? Um, but I think that's on purpose to show the commercialism of Vod in general. It's, I mean, that's a that. that's a convenient way for them to to ro- work uh you know product placement into the story like oh we're totally not getting paid for this i mean we got a seth rogan like cameo as himself well, he's like, the showrunner i know so, but uh I mean, like, look there's here's Lacroix. did you see Lacroix? we're drinking Lacroix now it's like yeah, oh, in Sha- wait was it shasta you want a, you yeah, want a white claw uh, how about no, a white claw okay shasta. three white claws okay guys settle down <laughs> I, hey, do you guys want white claw? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty thirsty. <laughs> does it make you want to buy those brands again, Stu? Because Amazon could probably put those on your uh, it does the opposite. Wish list. I kind of <laughs> want a Brave Mave bar. 
I don't remember that one. Dude, the energy drink for uh, the A train was pretty good. Sounded like pretty good. I thought it was pretty fun. That what I one thing I did thought, think was pretty funny was how he was like trying to shoot this like commercial. Mm. Uh, that was like woke commercial for that energy drink, and it was like the uh-huh. same thing as that one Pepsi commercial. Yes, yeah. There, with, there, like, there's a lot of like completely parodying like, of other people's stuff, like the Imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was like pretty funny because it was sim- it was I thought it was like it's pretty similar to what you know A Train's character is doing. He's he's pretending to care about all these issues now that he's not like who he exactly. used to be. Right. So my question would be: Do you think this show would have been able to, you know, or do you think they're pulling any punches because they're Amazon brand or Prime Video? Do you think that if it would have been different if it was on HBO? I don't know. I. Ben, thoughts? I, I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> no, like, you know what I mean? Like, Game of Thrones was HBO, right? They didn't, yeah. they were allowed to kind of run the show however they wanted to, didn't care about the um, amount of, like, nudity or, you know, gore and violence and that kind of stuff. Obviously, that's less of an issue in this particular show just because they kind of get away with it anyways. But do you think that they're pulling any punches because of the fact that they're on Amazon as opposed no. to? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, if anything, the only punches that they do pull is like what you're saying, Stu, the uh, the product placements. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of funny. It's just like a kind of chuckle thing where it's like, hey, like they they really worked that product placement in, you know? They but, haven't worked anything about Amazon yet, have they? Oh, no. that would be the last. I would have to stop watching. Quick, <laughs> 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 well, hey, how are we going to get you... this important piece to that we need to defeat Homelander? Oh, here it is on Amazon. I can just prime it. <laughs> I can I can get two day shipping. Oh, look, they have next day shipping available. Oh, oh I can pick it up now at an Amazon Locker, or you can get it right now with Amazon Trains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as bothered by it. I think it's kind of funny uh, whenever yeah, they um... throw that kind of stuff in. But okay, all right. Any other thoughts before we jump over to our box office rundown for this week? No. All right. At number one. Elvis with $31 million. I didn't realize that was out yet. That just came out last week. So that was the king. Holy shit. (laughs) And they were competing with the black phone, obviously, which is our movie of the week Uh, at number two up from number three is top gun Maverick with 29.6 million, bringing its grand total in the U S to $520 million. Damn. I believe this is the highest grossing film for Tom Cruise, like of all time. Yep. At this point, that is um, a that's a, a big chunk of change. Yeah, big as spicy meatball. All right, number three down from number one, Jurassic World Dominion with twenty six point seven. I mean, good, it's down. Boo, bringing, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's uh, bringing its grand total to three hundred and three million dollars. That's like three hundred and two million dollars too much. At <laughs> <laughs> number four, our movie of the week, The Black Phone with twenty three point six. Number five, down from two, Lightyear with 18.1. Number six, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness at 1.7. Guys, you can watch this as many times as you want. Just subscribe to Disney+. Plus. Why is this still doing in in theaters? We need... uh, Because Pizza Papa always gets paid. (laughs) (laughs) At number seven is a brand new movie called Jug Jug Geo. Bollywood, right? Yes, correct. With seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, number eight, everything, everywhere, all at once. Woo-hoo! 
And you bought this already on yes. some streaming yes. platform at this point. No, right? I, I bought it on Blu-ray. Okay. He bought Number the uh, the cam the HD cam uh, recording of it. I bought the googly eye edition. This is the shape of a googly eye. (laughs) All right, number nine, the Bob's Burgers movie, four hundred ninety-eight thousand, and number ten, the Bad Guys, down from number six, four hundred fifty-five thousand. Falling out of the top ten is number eleven, Downton Abbey, and number (laughs) fourteen, Sonic the Hedgehog. Stupid British shows, movies. Oh boy, Uh, how many times can you watch people drink tea in a fucking ballroom? I don't know. Is that what that show's about? I don't know. That's what all those British shows are to me. (laughs) Bridgerton drinking tea again. Let us move to the other hall and we'll enjoy some tea in there. (laughs) Um, I thought Marcel the Shell with Shoes wasn't releasing for another couple weeks, but uh, it's number 13 on this list with 159,000. Woo! Ben, are you going to go watch that? It's A24. Does it say A24, David? It does say A24. Well, we're watching it, David. No, we're it's, not us. They're going to kick us out if we don't. <laughs> out of where? They won't let us watch any other A24 films if we don't watch this A24 film, David. Do you have to? David, put the shirt on. <laughs> they couldn't notice. There's no video on this podcast. They're watching. They're always watching. Boy. It's like anyone will do anything to make a twenty. <laughs> it's really That's sad. Just sad. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Any thoughts, questions, comments, concerns? I'm just happy that Top Gun's doing so well. Yeah, I'm a little sad that. Um, well, I, I do agree that you know, but Lightyear was not the best. But what does this mean for Pixar films going forward? I don't know. It'll be fine. I hope so. Maybe they didn't. They shouldn't have tried rebooting. Uh, you know, just get Tom Hanks in there and Tim. Tom Allen. Hanks and Tim yeah. Allen. You gotta bring them back in and be like, "Look, there's this clause we put in your contract 20 years ago. Uh, if we if we're in trouble, we need to bring. We're obligated to come back and make another movie. Space Rangers have to save the galaxy. Toy Even Story Five. Here we go. Pixar Cinematic Universe. The PCU. All right. Um, on to our movie of the week this week. Uh, Ben, do you have one or do you need me to do it? I did it last week, right? Okay. How about you, Stu? I, I never prepare anything. You know, it's fine. I'll do it. <clears throat> did you know that disco record sales were up 400% <laughs> from the years ending in 1976? If this trends continue, then hey, by the year 1978, the year that future Hall of Famer and Laker legend Kobe Bryant would be born, Grease and Happy Days would go on to dominate the box office and set top boxes across the country. But for the town of Denver, Colorado, it was far from happy days. As a dark cloud hangs over the town as a mass kidnapper grabs his latest victim, Finney Shaw. Now stuck in Grabber's basement, all Finney can do is wait to, tie, oh, <clears throat> wait to die unless he can be saved by his final lifeline, a black phone on the wall. Who's he going to call? Certainly, it's not going to be the Ghostbusters. Ugh. All right. Um, what was ben, that fucking uh, Happy Days tie-in? Yeah, there's <laughs> so much going on in that first half. Yeah, can we review that instead? No. The <laughs> of that was all over the place. Yeah, I don't know what the director was thinking. I was trying to give everybody something that they wanted. Who watches Happy Days here? When has it anyone was... said anything related about Happy Days? That was just the... 
Come on, you're saying you say A all the time. A. Wait, that's where it comes from? (laughs) (laughs) Henry Winkler. (laughs) He's the funs. (laughs) All right. uh, Thoughts on black the black phone, Ben. Score and thoughts. All right. Well. Let me say that the the child actors, every one of them, was a knockout performance. I gotta say, the uh, I, I thought I was honestly gonna go into this movie like hating every second of it, but, uh, and especially <laughs> when it deals with like you know child actors, they were actually really good. The uh, the little girl stole every fucking scene she was in. Like she was holy great. fuck, I, <laughs> she was great. When I got into my theater, uh, I bought my tickets like an hour before, and I'm like. I had like the full theater to choose from, so whatever. Get in there, it was fucking packed. I I don't know why Tuesday fucking night, you know, everyone is in there. Um, but yeah, five dollars, er- dude. Oh, that's true, huh? Um, every scene that she was in, everyone was just like laughing their ass off, you know, with everything she said. She w- and not only that, it's just the delivery of her lines was so fucking good, you know. Um, I I think she's gonna have a lot of great roles coming up. You know, so looking forward to that. The um, the rest of the movie, uh, I'm I'm a little split on. Like I, I I feel like this movie just did not have any kind of direction. It's almost like they you know they put this in Star Wars or something. You know, like, uh, <laughs> they're just put it in the Star Wars machine. You let it go. <laughs> If only I could, but the, the pull on the force is so strong on this. Oh my god! Like, uh, it, it felt like there's just so many things going on. And usually, when I say this as a critique for a movie, it's a whole bunch of ideas kind of aiming in the same general direction. Like this one, I don't even fucking know like what the fuck they're going for half the time. You know, like it's a horror movie. It's a uh, it, it's an okay horror movie it's an okay like coming of age movie it's an okay like uh suspense thriller I, I i can't make heads or tails of it um there there were definitely some questionable scenes in there where i'm like what the fuck is this for you know um <laughs> but i i'm i wouldn't i'd be lying if i said that i didn't enjoy at least some of it you know so i, I gotta give it like a wave like middle of the road five out of ten you would watch a movie a five out. Of, would you watch a movie that's five out of ten again? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I watched the Last Jedi, didn't? <laughs> Dude, actually, didn't you give that a two out of ten? No, that or was. Uh, that's reserved for the the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh wait, no, I didn't even give it a one. I think I gave it a zero or something. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. What about you, Stu? I still don't agree with that. I think that needs to be flipped. I think those scores need to be flipped. But anyways. A zero upside down is still a zero. (laughs) Not if you put a slash through it. Then the slash is coming in from a different angle. Coming from left to right instead of right to left. Uh, Actually, I did did kind of enjoy this movie. I was a little nervous when I saw the uh, title card for Blumhouse or Bloomhouse, whatever, because I know that like they kind of they're kind of like the the Star Wars of horror movies where they just kind of <laughs> cranking them out. 
you know it's all they have got like a thousand movies on like hulu and it's like i don't even probably like a 10 percent of them are okay but um but you know this one um i i i, I enjoyed it I, I think I know what Ben's talking about, where there's definitely some parts of the movie where it's like, uh, is this really relevant? Uh, do we need, or and why are we spending so much time on this um, when there's like other things we could be, you know, watching? But, um, but I think in general, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, I think it could have done a little bit more on the horror side. It could have, I feel like Ethan Hawke was a little, was waste, was not explored enough. Yeah. Yeah, it felt um, like a waste. It really yeah. felt like a waste of his yeah, talent. You definitely don't get to find his origin. Essentially, I feel like, kind of like I feel like the room became yeah. more of the villain than Ethan Hawke did was. So, yeah. um, I but I think it was you know it was kind of like a cool idea. They just didn't explore it enough. Well, they definitely we... didn't have very much uh, what source material to kind of work from. Because I think this is a short story, right? That that was adapted from. Yeah, I think it's kind of like the uh, it reminds me of the movie. Was it Lights Out? Oh, where right. the concept's really, really good, but because there's yeah. not much source material, they kind of ad lib a majority of it. It's like, oh, you get Ooh, a really the mon- good. The real monster was mental illness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu, what's your score at, on it? At least in this movie, they didn't they didn't pull any of that crap where it's like, oh, it's actually the the Ethan Hawke was a. a his own a, inner demons a, all along. Personification of ADD and or something. I don't know something what? stupid. I don't know something that kids get. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're all haunted by the spirit of ADD. Child, He's a personification of, of an cancer. allergy towards peanuts. He has a nut yeah. allergy. It's personified by that. Your, Your son wasn't idea. haunted by an evil spirit this whole time. <laughs> it was actually just his diabetes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I, yeah, I'm glad they didn't do anything like that. So I, I give it a seven. <laughs> okay. I, I was probably somewhere closer to a seven. I was at a six, uh, for oh, this one. Shocker. Because... <laughs> What's between seven and five? <laughs> <laughs> if I went first, and I said six and then you said five and seven, then what? You guys said, Oh, we both. Oh, we didn't go. You didn't go first. So <laughs> last, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I don't think I there's a single the... time you went first. Because I'm the host. I let you guys be the stars of the show. Well, then you would never be able to <laughs> choose your fucking score for us, huh? I guess that's them. Them's the breaks. With great power um, comes great responsibility, David. Wow. Your responsibility is, to, is for us to dunk on you. For There's no responsibility here. All right. Um, it's actually funny that uh, Ben brings in a tie-in for Star Wars, which is incentive, you know their parent company. Uh, Lucas Arts is a uh, parent company is Disney um, because Disney also owns Marvel and Scott Derrickson was actually pegged to direct the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness before he I'm sorry was... David can you stop using the word pegged because it's just bringing up childish thoughts I, I, I use that word on purpose for you he's like oh yeah this guy's getting pegged like oh okay <laughs> Okay, yeah, he yeah. was picked to do Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and then he was removed, and then uh, we got the uh, we got Sam Raimi instead. So that tie-in is actually kind of accurate. Um, that Blumhouse is essentially emulating the same thing that Disney does, which is just throwing out as many um, 
many properties out there hoping to to generate income and make yeah. more money on it. I felt like that was a lot of a lot of steps that you kind of like just jumped through. <laughs> you know, that was, that's, that's only like, one. You know, from point A to A Z or whatever. Or it was very easy. Wow. To do that, wow. Ben, shut up. Um, but yeah, this reminded me a lot of uh, kind of like Lights Out. They had a really good concept, and then towards the end, it's a little bit scattered. Um, I wish they had expanded on some of the other stuff, like for example, the backstory for the grabber. That would have been great. Um, but yeah, that's why it kind of was a letdown. But I think overall, for an experience, I kind of went into it not really expecting too much. I figured as long as Ethan Hawk doesn't have to speak Chinese, I think we'd be fine. So wow, you're still hung uh, up on that, huh? Is that a thing, dude? It's really deep. No, dude, David deep, like dude. brought that up like a few fucking episodes ago, and he won't fucking let go of it. It's hard to let go because he screwed it up so bad. How hard is it? What movie was that? It was uh, Moon Knight. Is from Moon Knight. Oh, that's right. Was, yeah. So. She, she, me. <laughs> she, she, yeah. You can't say three of us. Sorry. All right. Let's uh, move over to our spoiler zone. I guess there's not really much to spoiler phone. What? Spoiler phone. Spoiler phone. Spoiler phone. Hello. Hello. Okay. Oh, yes. I'll take one. One, one spoiler, please. All right, Ben. Uh, anything you wanted to talk about in the spoiler zone? Yeah, um, there was one thing that one other thing that kind of irked me. I know it's a small thing, but I, I felt like giving the title the black phone was kind of like the icing on the cake. That is this mediocre like birthday cake that you get from Vons that you did not follow the instructions for and wonder why it came out like like shit, you know, <laughs> um, it like. I felt like the the black phone was not really a, like an integral part of the story, nor was it really like that interesting, right? I mean, it's our breathing and shit, and just like brought up all these other characters that you don't really care about, and it's just like, uh, like I, I felt like it would probably have been better to call like rename the movie to be after Ethan Hawke's character or something, you know? It's it's just like, no, the mask has already been taken, Ben. What, by, what, what, oh yeah, the well, grabber, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I know. Why couldn't Jim Carrey be in this movie? You know, oh, man. Jim Somebody the grabber. stop him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there were just—I I don't know. I felt like there's just so much that was happening in the movie that just did not seem very important or interesting. Like, what, what was the point of what's her face even having those dreams? It didn't even really amount to anything, really. It helped her find the house so that way she could get the detectives to show up, right? But he escaped himself, so who the fuck cares? He found the wrong house. Yeah, they found the wrong <laughs> house. Okay, I gotta ask, like, was I the only person who felt like the discovery by the other, by the brother that he was, like, what was it that I couldn't figure out what the clue was that kind of had his aha moment. It just kind of flashed to him and then he just, Oh, he's downstairs. What the hell was that? Well, because he, he did kind of mention it like on his introduction where he was oh, saying, that like, he was oh, saying he has to be in this this area because yeah, of this, X, this y, area. And it's, it's gotta be this. And I guess, you know, cocaine, cocaine. Just, like, <laughs> into his mind. He's like, you know, he was one of the more enjoyable parts of the movie. I gotta say with his short amount of time, I, I did enjoy his part. It probably amounted to like what, maybe a full minute worth of screen time for him. Yeah, and to say that was like one of the higher notes of the film for me it was, eh, you know, uh, tells like, you something. 
my brother sometimes just comes home with like a, a writhing sack and I'm just like, what are you doing over there, bro? And I just do another uh, line turkey. of coke. <laughs> yeah. just coke one up. Dude, I think dude, that would have probably improved the movie to about an eight at that point. If, <laughs> yeah, if, if they showed uh, Ethan Hawke just dragging in like a, an unconscious kid, like who's like half out of a sack and he's just like just high out of his mind watching what it happen. That? It's a puppet. I, I picked that hell awake to quit doing coke. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a huge opportunity to do that because uh, Flint, uh, Flint, Finn, Finny. His name? Finny, Finny, like escapes right because he gets the code, and then he unlocks the thing and then runs outside. There would have been a perfect opportunity for his brother to be sitting on the couch watching TV, and then he's just, "What are you doing?" Yeah, just, whoa. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. got you another bag of coke. Okay, all right. Yeah, and that's uh, it. So the ending of the movie was kind of weird for me too because I felt like it was like it just sort of ends, you know. That is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, call me Finn, and then you know, literally cut to black, roll credits, like literally. It was it was a bit jarring. What other character development did you want to see, Ben? Him take the girl to a dance. That's exactly it. It was like that. that, That he becomes a serial killer after that himself no that that's exactly it there was like nothing else that you really can grasp on with that movie you know it's like why even go to that ending at all just have them hugging in the driveway that would have been a good ending like why why, there, yeah. why drag it on in the high school or just like oh, yeah. because this is a story about being being standing up for yourself standing up to your bullies it will help you build confidence also, remember wait, that as an example because he gets to walk to school and show everybody he's a badass because he was tortured for however many days on end and he killed the serial killer. Yeah, he earned it. He really earned that strut for, for sure. being tortured. Nobody needs to know that a bunch of ghosts of dead other, you know, people who are probably more capable than him, uh, you know, were able to lay the path for him to be able to survive. It wasn't. I want to know how the grabber managed to get that one guy who beat the shit out of like. Oh, Robin, right? His yeah, friend. that kid was fucking badass. Holy shit. That, that was pretty fucking... I was so sad. He probably got, what, did... six or seven minutes worth of screen time? How did all, he like, get... All told? God. The I dude was know. like... Didn't seem like he he suffered fools. So, like, I don't... Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, that was pretty sick, though. Yeah. Like I said, I, I enjoyed all the, the kids' performances. They were all... They were all mint. <laughs> mint? <laughs> oh, my God. I actually had to stop myself from laughing when he was about to snap Ethan Hawke's neck or whatever, and the last line was, your arm is mint! I think uh, one thing, one of the things I liked about the movie, I liked how, I did like how the, um, the interactions with the ghost kids and, Mm -hmm. uh, and how they were like, like, although I feel like, I don't know why they spent so much time on all these other kids that we never saw before but yeah um like we didn't we didn't we they never showed the the bruce uh from the beginning of the movie you know the baseball player guy like they never showed him like talking to him they just had him talking to him Um, they had like one line of interaction where he said like oh man you almost had me your your argument so that that was a um and i did find that scene kind of confusing too just because it was like they chose to like open with that scene mm-hmm. and then like they immediately like as soon as the van shows up it just like cuts to black and then it's just like oh here's the, the title the next crawl. character it's like, oh. right yeah but i liked how like the just like the how the ghosts are just kind of like there 
in the in the background just yeah. talking to him over the phone i, I kind of like just visually how that looked yeah um it was pretty neat i i did like that yeah i i liked all the interactions with him and the ghost i just did not like i, I don't know it's like the, the whole phone part just fell kind of flat for me you know it, it, it was very shallow yeah they, yeah, they it's like they touched on it, like eat, like the grabber. He he says something like the phone doesn't work or whatever. Yeah, I thought they were going to really delve into that because he mentioned it like three times throughout yeah. the movie. It's just like, and I think that just ties into how it's like they didn't really explore the grabber as mm-hmm. much as they should have. Yeah, I really wish they did explore that more. And, and instead, we got like a a two minute scene of the daughter or the girl <laughs> being beaten with a belt. Yeah, holy shit. That, that was, was like, kind of hard to watch. Just I, like, because... I don't know if we need to see this. <laughs> I, I felt they like she really should have so... ended. They should have ended the movie as uh, he goes back, like Finney goes home and he beats the shit out of his dad. Goes, <laughs> yeah, just takes get. the belt and just starts whipping. <laughs> <with things. laughs> Give me that. And then he turns it on him and, and then he goes, okay, all right. And then he goes to school. I was happy with that. Yeah. Although one, <laughs> one thing I, I, I will say about that scene is because like, you know, typically I make it, I make no, uh, front to thinking that the 70s were like the worst decade ever mm. just because you like everything you see in like in media is like always refers back to the 70s there's always a scene like this there's like a drunk dad or a parent abusing their kid or something like that and but one thing i i actually kind of liked about this scene as much as you could like a scene about a, a kid being whipped with a belt but it wasn't just that you know this dad this character was like He's just being abusive, drunk, whatever he was. But you could actually kind of see that he was actually just, it was more that he was scared that his daughter was going to go down this path that their mom did. Right. Um, and that was like his only way of like trying, like that was like his way of trying to like prevent her from doing that. Even though, you know, it's still, you know, you're still the wrong not, way to do yeah, it. You're right. doing it wrong, but it was like, that was like his, his primitive way of doing that. So, well, that I, that I was also kind of frustrated with that too because they touch on that, and then yeah, she said keeps having your dreams, and the dreams just don't really amount to anything. You know, I, I felt like it was just a dead end, like a dead end of a story that lasted for like thirty minutes of this movie. You know, yeah, like I, I really wish they spent more time or gave it some sort of payoff, which I feel like it really didn't, except. Like, oh, here's a jump scare because you could see dead people or whatever the fuck it is, you know? It's just like, oh, okay. I did have someone in the theater <laughs> scream out when, when that they first showed the ghost. Oh, my God. <laughs> this on a scale of, like, scary is probably the same way as those, like, slasher films are. It's like, mm-hmm. it barely counts, I feel like. Um, I would say slasher films are probably above this. Maybe, yeah. I mean... Stu, did I know that you watched the Netflix uh, TV series like uh, Worst Neighbor Ever, uh, Worst Roommate oh, yeah. Ever? Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of a more cinema, like more film, like movie version of this cinema graphical. Yeah. Is, is that that's my? I made that phrase like two episodes ago. Cinemagraphical, <laughs> something like that. Okay, then I'm borrowing your phrase. Okay. Yeah, it's I don't like that. Think that should be a phrase. Dramatized, graphical. <laughs> A movie version of a TV show. All right, that's what we're at. That's what we're aiming after. Just that's say what I that. Like is. Just say that. Yeah. But I then mean, I, I don't have to say the word pegged. <laughs> pegged. 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 <laughs> pegged. 
being pegged. Hey, you know who my favorite British actor is? Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. <laughs> Why are you saying that, Stu? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Pegg. All right. Uh, any other thoughts before we go ahead and wrap this one up this week? There's got to be another peg joke in there somewhere. I can't I think of it. Peg to differ. Wow. <laughs> Way okay. to be mature. Right. I'll seat myself out. Yeah, I You'll was going to say, so you, you got to let the dad do the dad jokes, all right? I'm going to go um, lock myself in the black phone room. Go- <laughs> wow. All right. All right, whatever. Um, all right. So join us next week as we cover in our movie of the week, Independence Day, because it will be 4th of July, and we hope you guys have a happy and safe one. Um, as always, don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts at. We're available on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and Apple Podcasts. As always, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. Peg. You were about to say Peg, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right I don't, don't forget think. to also, also check us out on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash dos and a half cincos uh don't forget to tip your reiki master stay safe out there and we will see you guys on the next one okay bye then you forgot to say peg peg peg